0: Following Mr. Ayanuma's gameplay showcase of Tears of the Kingdom, we'll be discussing our thoughts on the huge amount of changes that were shown in the video. Welcome to the Switch Clicks podcast, episode one twenty nine, recorded on March twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. My name is Dakota. Today, I'm joined by Tyler. Hello. Unfortunately, Nathan, the Zelda expert
1: of our group, could not have joined us uh, tonight. Very unfortunate. In fact, worst episode to miss in a in like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Hopefully, when he listens back on this, he's not cringing the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or
1: we're just like lying through our teeth. And he, he's, like, picking up on all the facts that, like, we have no idea what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. But, uh, listener, not to worry. I beat the game. I like Breath of the Wild. So I can give you enough of the, I'd say the average person <laughs> perspective.
1: <laughs> I can give you a below average perspective. I've played the game, not beat it. And Zelda is cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, this morning
0: uh we had a uh presentation with uh, mr aonuma himself so far we've only had him each time he comes up on screen he's delaying the game or announcing something mm. bad
1: so this is the first time in a while that uh it's something positive yeah it's like it wasn't like the grim reaper showing up in front of you it's more like santa claus Yahoo! <laughs> yeah <Look at> him <laughs> he's giving us presents this time not devastation
0: but to be honest it would have been pretty funny if it was he was about to delay it a week or something <laughs> Hello,
1: everyone. So development on the game needs a couple more months (laughs) so see you in september (laughs) yeah early 2024 i don't know what would the i feel like everything would just like fold in on itself every like nintendo fandom if that was what the announcement ended up being but gladly it was not it was actually a pretty cool look at what tears of the kingdom is going to be as someone who was like i don't know kind of mixed on all the trailers and didn't really feel any of the crazy hype this is the first time i feel like i'm actively really excited for the potential of the game yeah and it makes it better that the game is just a month and a half away yeah this is trailer one i don't know what i'd do
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm still hoping to get like a really really nice trailer a la of the 2017 breath of the wild trailer but yeah the more we get closer to the release of the game um the more i think we're we're not going to get that kind of trailer that's Maybe okay. the launch trailer is going to be amazing. Yeah. Somehow they just <laughs> pull something.
1: <laughs> yeah. How many videos do you think we're going to get out of once the game actually comes out? Or do you think like once the game is out, you'll make one video and it's going to be well, that was that. was that. <laughs> well, uh, leaking it already. I'm
0: sure Nathan will review the game for Zelda Month uh, in November. Yeah, be- um, and I'm sure we'll get an initial reaction for a podcast sub- podcast episode the week of.
1: Um, and then okay, maybe sense. a month later, we'll have something else. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. That makes sense. I'd say a decent I handful. This is how most games work. This one isn't, like, this one's special, but not, like, I don't know, not, like, a insanely influential. I don't know. Maybe when the game comes in, it will be.
0: Um, going through the discussions. So, basically, it was just ten minutes, roughly ten minutes, of gameplay. And uh, Miss Ayanuma really showed off the different abilities that Link will have throughout the game um first he showed off how we get to the sky islands which is i guess just a time warp ability um that you can use on yeah. a single item
1: um in the-, about, like, the amount of ways you can get up to like big floating island and it it seems like that seems like the most direct path unless yeah. there's like a big mountain that you can jump of that you can get on and I, there's well, I guess there's maybe the like swimming ability can get you up there, but I'm getting ahead of myself the the floating ability or like the rewind time that seems like really cool it's a cool little thing to do. I don't know how much you can rewind I mean you, we got like a good look at it in the trailer uh, or the, the ten minutes of gameplay you got like a a hefty amount of time that you'll be able to rewind. But the possibilities are pretty open. Like, I feel like in a couple months after the game coming out, I'm going to see some Twitter posts of someone doing the most insane trick shot while going backwards on a rock or something.
0: Yeah. And supposedly, like, he didn't show it here, but it looked to be like almost an event. where Okay. A rock falls down, go to the rock, it re- rewinds, gets back in the air. But I'm curious. Mm-hmm. If it can work on items that either you throw yourself or you interact with the world, it's like, if you have a stone and you push it over a ledge and go to the bottom of the ledge and activate it and get on it, can I, I
1: guess, can I go back up with it? Can I I influence it? If, like, a little goblin guy shoots a projectile at you, can you make the projectile go back at him? Oh, you can catch it in air. That's so... That would be so cool. And would that even hurt? Because, like, I guess maybe would it hurt them back? (laughs) Or would it just kind of, like, push them out of the way slightly? I'd say so. Yeah, if something... If if a bullet... If you shot a gun and a bullet...
0: And the bullet went forward to you, you stopped it in time, reversed it, the guy didn't move, then it's going to hit the guy who shot it. (laughs) Or would it just go back in the the gun? Yeah, if the gun is still there, it'd probably go back in the gun. Yeah, if the guy like moves forward, he might get shot. Yeah, exactly.
1: Dang. That's a lot more potential than I even thought of. <laughs> I, I'm excited to see what you can possibly do. That's like, yeah. That that huh. one seems it's not like nearly as open-ended as some of the other ones. But even the fact that like this is probably the most open and shut case of them, and it's still like, well, maybe I can ride a like a rock up a waterfall or something fall down who knows and that's like the easiest one to comprehend of the ability show and i'm also curious
0: on if you just find a random rock somewhere does it remember where it's been because then you can just like get on the rock use it and if it moves then it'll bring you to a new place potentially like you're just going around rewinding everything you can to see if something moved recently yeah exactly that would be Wow, that would be like actually that's a powerful
1: tool that I don't think I've ever seen in in a game. Or if they make it that like food can rot, will you be able to turn the food back into fresh food?
0: Oh my gosh. That'd just be another layer of um broken item
1: haters just to, <laughs> just to kill. <laughs> now your now your food can rot. Yeah, I that would be annoying, but I guess a use of it. I could see them maybe doing that. Just after, the, uh, after, just after
0: Mr. Ayanuma gets back up to the Sky Islands, um, he encounters a new enemy. Um, it seems to be kind of robotic, a little bit magical. Mm-hmm. Um, almost a play on those little training guardians
1: that we saw in most of the dungeons. It's a little training guardian, and then like the mask from Banjo- uh, Crash Bandicoot mixed together. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and you get the, that's what you get. They're little little robots with like floating heads and jaws. big fan, big fan on them. They're like big teeth are put a smile on their face. <laughs> and uh, eventually, you know, Link kills it
0: and it drops some items. and on the side, you can see that it is a Zoni item. Now, I am not up to date with the plot of Zelda in general, but I know that Zoni is an important thing. Because I did have to edit uh, the Minish Cap video. And I know that Nathan <laughs> talked in length of what the Zoni were. I don't know what the Zoni is. I know they're a. Can you still no
1: remember it? Oh, <laughs> no. <a> fake fan. <laughs> I don't know either. All don't he knows is that they're like sky people, maybe?
0: Okay. And like an ancient. That would uh, make sense. Ancient people. But it seems kind of cool. I assume that's potentially where you would get your own... Uh, Link got his like arm power glove thing, because it's also green. Yeah.
1: I don't think you should ever call it a power glove because I feel like Nintendo themselves might like obliterate you <laughs> to even like, remotely connecting those two things, but yeah, I, I'd say it is kind of power glove adjacent, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. You don't have the little like controller on the thumb, though. I mean, maybe when yeah. you get in vehicles, you get in some vehicles, he pulls out the Nintendo Legend of Zelda patented power glove and that's how he controls them. <laughs> Another word for power glove is an ultra hand. Mm-hmm.
0: Funny segue. Um, the, oh, no. the next thing they showed was the ultra hand for craftable vehicles. I know we're not going in order, but the last thing is probably the coolest thing. This is the second coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Ultra Hand. So basically it was just explaining on what we saw and I believe the previous trailer where you saw custom vehicles. Everybody everybody made the jokes
1: of nuts and bolts. It's still funny. <laughs> it is. So it's a good comparison, I guess, even though with like the comparison of nuts and bolts and the power glove, we might be on our radars. But it's kinda true. I think but, the system yeah. looked interesting. Um
0: And depending on the quote-unquote puzzles that they plant everywhere in the world or in the dungeons, um, it could be pretty interesting. Um, And it seems like this would be one of the many ways to get up to these islands if you create a flying machine. Also, if you have enough battery, I guess.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there's the big battery bar that drained really quickly, which is a little worrying if you have like a Mm -hmm. hot air balloon. Uh, Actually, maybe the hot air balloon doesn't Fire battery, just fire, so I guess that could be a slower way to get up, yeah if you um, have fuel, you throw it on there, yeah, the fact that it all sticks together with like a glue is very funny to me. It's just like kinda gunky, and in the video, it seemed that it wasn't like a it was like grid it would snap things would snap together rather than like <laughs> if you weird thing to randomly bring up, but like in Lego Harry Potter. If you ever are floating things around, they always just stick to each other at any possible thing they could get really annoying. Luckily, this looks more like there is specific spots on like a wood log that something could connect to. So no matter what, it kind of works. It won't be like an annoying puzzle to put your fan on your raft. Mm -hmm. It
0: did kind of stick. And also, um, I'm not sure if we're using the magnesis tool to move these items but I guess we're using wood, so it can't be Magnesis. Just some
1: sort of I guess that's levitation ultra-hand. tool. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe it's called the Ultra Hand, because it's like, you can pick up anything, but also glue things? Weird. <laughs> uh, don't ask where that glue's coming
0: from. No. <laughs> um, there was also, the I blade. saw, when he was holding it up, there was a roll, pitch, and yaw uh, arrows to, I guess, indicate directions that you can push or you can spin an item. Um, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and it gives a little bit more freedom because the the magnesis tool in Breath of the Wild, you would just lift it, and you have no. Yeah, if you want to spin it, you would have to like push it up against something to constantly <laughs> try to spin it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Quality of life will be appreciated, especially considering you can pick up anything and you're not stuck to big doors and weapons, the other things holding. Mm-hmm. Um, is the ultra hand also the same thing that lets you do all the fun little weapon stuff, or is that a different ability? Um, it looks like all the powers come from your
0: hand, but I think that the fusing ability is something different. Um, yeah. Because if you look while he's demonstrating these abilities, um, on the top left of the screen, you have a new icon um, for each of these abilities. So the Fuse one oh is like man. a sword with a glowing end to it. Um, the Ultra Hand is a... looks like a creepy hand <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with like chains for fingers. Um, and then the Ascend one is like a guy being warped,
1: <laughs> you could yeah. say. I Yeah, I, I think the only one I saw was the Ascend one. It's like a guy swimming up... Word through something, yeah, or, or being warped honestly. That one might just be better, yeah. But and and I guess speaking of the fuse, yeah, the fusing ability is probably that would be the coolest one, yeah. I agree by far. I the fact that you, as Mr. Link himself, can walk up to a stick and put a rock on the end opens so many doors, yeah. Like it, it crafting things in like the first Breath of the Wild is fine. You get like materials that you can use, but the fact that you have like these materials now that just are added to the game so you can add a big long stick to the bottom of your sword to make it spear now is such a cool idea that I would have never thought would be in the game. If the rewind opens a lot of doors, this one is like Hotel Mario, with the amount of doors you're about to open up. (laughs) It is insane because, like, you combine weapons to weapons. What if you put like a sword in a bow? Can you shoot the sword? Who knows? I didn't even think about it. That yeah, I'm thinking because uh,
0: boomerangs are in the game. I'm kind of hoping you could stick like a sword onto a boomerang, and mm-hmm. you can throw the boomerang with the damage of a sword.
1: <laughs> that would be and so I'll come cool. Back to you. you throw a boomerang with like a spear on it. Maybe there's a chance that like physics will come into play and like it won't come back well if you've got a big stick sticking out of it but if it doesn't if that's not the case and you can have a boomerang but there's like a spear on the end so the boomerang is like really long AoE attack that sounds like a good time to throw through a bunch of Bacoblin. i'm also curious and
0: thinking like what if you just fuse one item with another like that giant hammer a weapon, if you just fuse a giant hammer with a giant hammer, you can have like a dual-wield
1: Darth Maul double giant hammers. Yeah!
0: (laughs) Or even with any sword.
1: The the scene from Phantom Menace, he comes up with his one giant hammer and sticks another one to the other side. Starts spinning (laughs) it around. Terrifying for those poor um, robots or bacoblins or what are the like, what are the taller bacoblins called? Uh, big bacoblins and I'm. Pff, it, that could be right. <laughs> there's okay. There's there's a non-zero chance that is true. Moblins? Maybe that. Nathan no, furiously maybe. typing. <laughs> yeah, he's he's so mad right now. But the it seems they were saying that the possibilities are pretty much endless, and that really feels like the case. Considering they're showing us the amount that they did, it feels like there has to be so much more just hidden away. Yeah, exactly. So exciting.
0: Um, Also considering the game is the biggest Nintendo Switch game on the platform. So (laughs) even after Nintendo's masterful uh, compression, it's still the biggest (laughs) game on the console.
1: So they've got to have stuff that's hidden that they have not shown us. Uh, And I guess we talked mostly about the weapon fusing. There is fusing to shields where they show that you could put a mushroom that explodes into some smoke. Uh, and then you put it on the front of the shield, so when someone hits it, it explodes. You could probably put, like, a bomb on the front of your shield so they take damage or something. The shield one seems the least insane, unless you can put a Mm -hmm. weapon on your shield and they hurt themselves when trying to attack. Who knows? But the arrow fusing seems to be the most interesting because rather than, like, fusing a stick you found with a bow, you're putting materials that would not normally be used as weapons on the front of a bow so you can get, like, ice on the front that when you shoot it it freezes presumably the same thing fire or the thing that really like opened my eyes if you put an eyeball on it the arrows now home in on things so that doesn't really well it makes sense in like video game sense but not it's not as straightforward as fire on the end of my bow (laughs) make fire explode so like who knows what like topaz maybe that that one seems like you're just mixing things together and see what possible. And that's so cool.
0: Yeah, and it looks like uh, when the UI pops up with the list of different items, it looks like you can put any like smaller item onto the arrow. Um, mm-hmm. They had the the bat wing, they had some of the item drops from the previous robot new enemy. Um, they had steak, and they had this leaf that they didn't really... He didn't sh- get to shoot the leaf, but I assume it has to do something with the wind. Um, yeah. And then they have, just on the end, a leek um, and probably, what is that, like a blade of grass or something? Mm-hmm. Um, but our, I think while we were watching it, our current theory is that the stake could be like a uh, a
1: bait for any wild yeah. animals that you want to kill. Mm-hmm. And I just thought of this now, maybe like the, wind, like the wings, like the bat wings, give arrows, they just shoot for longer. They don't have as much drop-off. It's more of like a straight shot. Oh. Like
0: that. that could be... Yeah. A- I'm curious if there's one that's like a like a controllable homing missile.
1: Like the wings could be like Mm -hmm. depending on where you look, that's where the arrow is going to go. Like the I can't believe I'm bringing this up. Immortals: Phoenix Rising. There is (laughs) there's a bow with fancy arrows. When you shoot the arrows, you go into arrow view and you can move it around in slow mo. Um, Whoa! And it's it's pretty cool. I didn't beat that game, but like mostly because. Other reasons, like uh there's no weapon durability and like you just collect one really broken set of armor and weapons and then the entire game is easy because there's no weapon progression. But who cares? When I'm talking about a morals Phoenix Rising outside of that little arrow that you control that I feel like has to be something like right? You have to I was kind of half expecting that to happen when you put the eye on. That you go yeah. into a first person view.
0: And I wonder but, if if there is a controllable arrow that could really add some different um, uh, puzzles to some of the dungeons.
1: Yeah, like Immortals Phoenix Rising. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh man, I, I think we are being tracked down by Nintendo as we speak. Comparing <laughs> their game to Mortal's Phoenix Rising, talking about the Power Glove, bringing up it, it's it's a problem. It's it's going to be. This might be the last episode ever.
0: (laughs) 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 I think the last ability that he showed was Ascend, which we did mention earlier quickly, but we'll explain here. Um, Basically, this is the leaked um, patent kind of showing itself. I believe maybe a few years ago, three or four years ago, there was a patent for this ability where a character can move between levels through the ground. Now, that admittedly is a weird thing to patent, but yeah, <laughs> it's a thing now. That only Nintendo can Yeah, I'm not sure if even the patent went through. I didn't really look into that afterwards, but it's still interesting that they had to patent it. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, you can, if you're ever in an area with a ceiling um, and there's something on the other end that you can stand on, Uh, This ability will allow you to basically
1: move through the ground up to the other end. Mm -hmm. It's like using an escape rope in Pokemon in real time. Legends Arceus wishes. It could be like that. Except they don't have very many caves, so it wouldn't do much. After seeing this in play, I realized that the original Breath of the Wild did not have many caves. Um, Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. How many caves does Breath of the Wild have? There's like little indents that you can step in sometimes, but there isn't like a cave system to yeah, explore. Yeah, not at all. The only thing I can think of is like the giant skulls around there,
0: but that's mm-hmm. not really a
1: cave. That's a little little, a little base. hut, but yeah. like big. not really little at all. It, It is a little weird. How, depending how much further this takes in the future, I can't wait to see what the in-lore explanation is for there being no underground, and then suddenly, a lot of it.
0: Yeah. It could be that, oh, there was nothing available, and then, like, nothing accessible to everybody, and then once people started populating Hyrule again, uh, then people were digging and found a cave system underneath. And that's where they found oh, yeah. dead Ganondorf, or whatever. And then I was it, it thinking rose and worms. came back. Big worms. It's, just, it's I mean, just
1: big worms that eat the ground now. That would be an interesting boss battle, that's for sure. You have to navigate oh, yeah. the underground. When the big worms are chasing you? Yeah, yeah, that could work. I mean, the dragons that you see in the sky are like big worms, but they're flying. It's worms spelled W-Y-R-N. like, because it's like a dragon. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Worms spelled W-O-R-F. <laughs> mm, you see? I had that, I was planning that for that forever. Mm-hmm. Didn't just think of that at all. But yeah, I I mean, like Ascend probably, it's a very straightforward thing. It's cool maybe thinking, how high does this go? Do you have like an oxygen meter? Can I go like from the bottom of the tallest mountain to the top relatively quickly? Or are you going to drown at some point?
0: Yeah, and I don't know if it was just me, but I think when he initially used the ability, it was a lot quicker getting through that little... Area and then he jumped back down and used that ability in the same spot, and it, it was a lot slower,
1: yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe a cool double time, a bit. yeah. Or maybe um, he just had to like jump to get out or something and he just didn't jump for a little bit on the second try. Who, who knows how it's gonna work. that's true. Um, and mm-hmm. then when he demonstrated it, uh, in the
0: cave system, um, it brought you into a whole different animation black screen, little I don't know particle effects around Link yeah, really and they like, finally made it up
1: <laughs> the fact that he said stuff like oh come on come on just a little bit more like so close like the way he was obviously he's playing it up but like kind of panicked does make me think that there's gonna be some sort of like suffocating in a wall feature so you can't just teleport 500 feet up into the air exactly yeah um i'm not sure why there isn't a
0: ui like indicator on screen you would think they would just use the stamina meter um but perhaps there's just different animations it's the the sonic drowning effect so you're really stressed out the whole time oh my gosh that'd be terrifying if there was like a boss (laughs) battle with all this
1: mechanic (laughs) oh a boss battle in the mountain yeah (laughs) when you fight the big worm you can go through the roof and see the big worm crawling around Hmm. (laughs) maybe if you get too close to the worm it eats
0: you so you have to use this ability to get out (laughs) oh get out of the worm that would be cool hire us yeah (laughs) nintendo
1: we have already proven that you're listening yep (laughs) the soldiers are on the way just might as well give them like our resume while they're here (laughs) um other than that there was like
0: little things that i tend to notice um Hmm. On the map icon on the bottom right, I know that's been a hot topic for uh, Zelda Twitter recently. <laughs> um, basically, they've added a coordinate system um, and that includes the altitude, which is really nice because yeah. previously, like if you ever went to Zelda Wiki or IGN for any help on something, they would say, head over to the blank name to the northeast of blank name at this tree
1: (laughs) yeah and that's brutal it is a lot easier to give coordinates than talking about all the turns you have to take at like Albuquerque or something make sure (laughs) yeah you're all good the whole way through but yeah and i guess the the fact that they give you the altitude levels might be a little weird if there's something like dab in the middle of nowhere and you're like okay so you need to go to like 1400 1350 and then like a thousand feet in the air and then (laughs) you're good but again we're just gonna have to see what it's like when we play the game exactly i noticed you were talking or i remember you talking about the the little potential caves that like cave markers maybe that are on the mini map that looks interesting and if you're correct and I guess Zelda Twitter is correct about the hunch, it would be very useful. Yeah, and then
0: you can realize what caves you've, of course, explored or not, and if potentially if it's a cave system throughout Hyrule, then it'll make it really easy to know which ones that you have, have, I guess, the entrances you've gone into. And that
1: will allow, like, that just lets it, it's so much easier then to actually play the whole game and not be like, have I explored this one before? (laughs) There's not much differentiating it from, like, cave entrance number six. And as well as a couple other things that I don't know, I haven't watched many of the trailers. If I'm being completely honest, because I wasn't on those episodes, I'm gonna be gonna be (laughs) transparent there. However, there seemed to be a little Bokoblin riding a dragon, and that was, or more like a dragon esque thing holding a little Bokoblin guy, and I thought that was cute. Right at the, he was kind of like moving his camera to track it, and I like that little. Yeah, I believe it was in
0: previous trailers, um, but they have not uh, given it a name uh, officially. I'm sure it's a callback to, I don't know, Zelda 2 of this one enemy, you know. (laughs) It's like, if you're not a real fan, you wouldn't know. Cue Nathan fiercely typing again. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Um, And speaking of that end area, um, there was, (laughs) for some reason, a bus stop looking thing at the edge of this river I think I missed that it's like it's just kind of like a little building made out of wood no roof no three walls but it has a sign at the front my current theory is this is where you could like summon
1: um I guess builds that you've built in the past oh that would be nice yeah that would be that'd be very useful having just a little like I've already Having built like a really nice car, essentially, and then having to just be like, well, I'm done with this. I'm going to just leave it in the middle of nowhere. Actually being (laughs) able to bring that with you is
0: smart, if that is what that is. Um, Some other tiny things I noticed is that uh, the UI is virtually the same. Um, The icons have not changed much. Um, I don't remember if there was a weather system in the first game where it like told you or predicted the weather. I am looking at a screenshot, and I am wrong.
1: It was. <laughs> There's also... I mean, looking at it, I was initially worried when I, when you opened the first 10 minutes because it's on the same console, so it makes sense. But it looks graphically very similar to Breath of the Wild. There isn't like a major uptick in graphics, which makes sense and isn't really expected but if anyone was expecting uh, the actual gameplay itself to be really crisp and updated, it seems to be practically the same. Maybe they updated a lighting engine or something, but to like the average person, it looks like Breath of the Wild. But um, And I think I did notice
0: that the shield icon, the sword icon, are slightly updated. They are different from Breath of the Wild. Um, as well as um, up on the D-pad is no longer uh the button to summon an ability it used to be that that was your sheikah slate ability but now it Mm -hmm. just has an apple icon which i assume is like the material icon so you can quickly either uh, drop items or attach them to
1: anything okay it might be like really nice uh, actually i was gonna say summoning like a horse or something but that wouldn't make sense because if you have vehicles i don't know how popular riding horses is going to be in that game yeah uh, I believe do the, the down
0: whistle? button was programmable, quote-unquote, and you could just add, um, no, wait, what was it? It might have been whistle. Down may have been whistle. It
1: might have been. Uh, I don't know. I, I do remember, like, claw gripping the controller to whistle when playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Zelda fans, we can hear you in the
0: comments already. <laughs> <laughs> and for a second, I was going to play Breath of the Wild before this game, but then I'm like, hmm. I don't want to get burnt out halfway through the new
1: game. So That makes sense. I might, considering I haven't beat the game, like I'll actually beat Breath of the Wild before I go ahead and <laughs> play the sequel. only well, took you six years. Um, who knows? Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll go in unprepared. Because I don't know what happens in Breath of the Wild. I can get away with it. Yeah. There's no like spoilers <laughs> you have to worry about. Oh no, Ginn's back. I didn't know that. No, shoot. <laughs> Oh, I'm so dumb. That's what I was
0: I will say it's really nice that they're kind of being secretive with the story, because I, I think when the first game, they had to sell you on the game, so they had to show you the story. Uh, mm-hmm. But in this game, it doesn't matter, because Nintendo is probably confident enough that they will sell the game.
1: <laughs> I hope they will sell the game.
0: Yeah. I believe in Japan, it is the most, uh, the most pre-ordered game of all... No, I don't think it's all of all time. But it's the most pre-ordered game in the Zelda series. Hmm, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and I think Breath of the Wild sold the most in the series, so chances are Tears of the Kingdom will break that record.
1: That's exciting, especially for Nintendo. I mean, I'm not going to get any of that money, so I guess it's not exciting for me, but... Good <laughs> job, multimedia conglomerate. You, you did you did it. Um, I think that's all the ideas I saw
0: in the 10 minutes. I think if you didn't notice it, I probably didn't. And uh, I'm sure if you guys are on YouTube and listening to this, uh, if you head over down to the comments or to our Discord you will see, or to Nathan's Twitter probably, you'll see some new information that we did not see in this episode. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's
1: probably like a tree that we haven't seen before from the first game that famous from like Skyward Sword or something. Yeah. (laughs) Who
0: knows? Um, as well as, we will probably be doing another episode on Tears of the Kingdom either before the game comes out or immediately after. So, look out for that whenever it arrives. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us in discussing the huge amount of changes that were shown in the Tears of the Kingdom gameplay video. We'd love it if you can follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks podcast.